Hello and welcome to Parking Thought, the show where we highlight the good in the world, from the extraordinary to the everyday. You're going to want to like and subscribe wherever you happen to find us. Curiosity meet gratitude. My name is Jacob and I'm glad you're here today. In this edition, we're going to be talking about something, man, that's a little odd to think of. And I want to shift your brain a little bit. I want to help you guys think sideways. Now, in an effort to help me do better at using descriptive words this year, I'm going to describe my surroundings for you right now. And this may be a little odd. I've done this before when I was in downtown Boise, and now I'm going to do it while inside my closet, which is an interesting concoction and collection of items. On the right-hand side, I've got my shorts ready for work. And I can find things just about anywhere in life that I can be grateful for. So let's talk about these shirts for a second because they're made by a company named Pendleton. They're solid wool and they're actually really extremely comfortable, breathable, and I, I rather enjoy them. They're plaid and I didn't know how much guys wear plaid until I left the military and started my professional life. And it's kind of interesting to me that plaid's kind of the thing for guys, you know, um, Previous to that, I was always wearing a uniform. Didn't have to apply any thought to what I was going to wear today. Uh, and now, now I get to. And it's kind of different. Uh, I've also got a few little collections of odds and ends. I actually have a trebuchet in my closet. Yes, believe it or not, I have a medieval trebuchet. Now, well, granted, though, it's a model, although a functioning model, made by my father-in-law. He does a lot of woodworking, and so he built this thing from scratch uh, for me when I was uh, working in the field artillery to give me a symbol of the history of the field artillery and the idea of artillery in general. And I find that really neat. You know, I can I can walk into my closet, focus on get, just getting dressed, but there's a lot of things that make up any room that we're in that we have the opportunity to be grateful for. You know, the, the shelves in this closet are not the right size for the size of you know, torso I've got, so my shirts all kind of touch the shelf below. But the reality is if I focus on that, I'll forget the fact that this is the biggest closet I think I've ever owned. And I'm able to be in a house that has something this nice. I, I've spent years of my life where all I had in life was a duffel bag and I was living out of that. And so I think that when I come in here and get dressed in the morning, I should probably do a bit more pausing and recognizing the blessings we have. And so I bring this up not because to brag, but because I'm sure there's some small space in your house that, you know, you may not take the time to recognize how cool it is and take a moment and see what's there and see what's neat. Uh, looking off to my left where my wife has her stuff, there's a hat from Vincenza, uh, Italy, from a trip that she got to make down there. I didn't get to go, but there's lots of good memories that were made on that trip and uh, lots of good friendships that were made as well. And so... We have collections in our lives in these spaces that we don't often think about. Now, something else that we don't think about is when we decide to engage in a competition. I have children, I've got teenagers who are actively competing in different things. And we did finish up the swim season, right? So Eliza is done swimming. She was the captain of her swim team, this being her senior year. And, you know, it's neat in swimming because you're competing against other people because they're in the lanes next to you, but you're also competing against yourself. What was your time for the last time you swam this event? You know, and trying to beat that. And that's, that's pretty... Um, easy to see the lesson that we want to share today or the insight we want to share today. You know, my son does wrestling. Daniel's really into wrestling. Before that was football. So he does wrestling and football and he's thinking about rugby in the spring. And I think those are all good things, right? You can physically see his appointment. He, he likes to physically get engaged. And, and it's so interesting to me to see 
the way he does this. He's one of the most kind young man, thoughtful young man I've ever come across. Now he's still a teenager. He's still got a teenager brain. And sometimes we look at him and say, man, your frontal lobe has got some developing to do. And that happens. I still think my frontal lobe's got some developing to do. So I don't really, you know, tell him this to his face all that often. Um, but Daniel is the sort of person where, you know, he, he plays in sports that directly has an opponent. Rainey does skiing, right? So that's why you'll hear me record up at Bogus Basin because Rainey will do skiing and he'll be up there on the mountain. And when you do that, it's again, it's a lot like swimming. You can see your competition, although they're not right next to you. Each comp each competitor takes a turn going down the same course and then getting a score and then the times determine who's the winner. And, you know, as an adult, I don't really compete in the sense of competing against others. Um, but I do compete against myself still. I do try to improve and find ways to do better. I try to make this podcast better. I try to have a better tone of voice, you know, when I speak. So that way people are more likely to listen to this. And, and it's interesting that it goes back to this philosophy that I remember reading about. And I wish I could remember the book so I could share it with you. But it's the idea that your opponent isn't there to be against you. They're there because they're a vital part in teaching you something about yourself. And my father-in-law does or did martial arts for years. And I, I, I didn't see this philosophy while he was doing it, but I do see it now. And I do see the benefit of it. He would go in his 60s and 70s, right, to these, you know, martial arts exercises because they would teach him something about himself, something he could walk away from, something that would become a part of his feedback loop so he could become better. And what that did for him was it really gave him a space to grow and help to be a catalyst for growth. And that is something that we need to recognize. So now our opponents as adults may not be directly somebody we're sparring with, but they may be uh, something we're sparring with trying to learn, right? Something we're sparring with trying to do or a resolution we're trying to keep. All of those things that we are trying to do, those are our opponents, right? Man versus machine, man versus the world. You know, you have those different storylines that we had in, in English are actually storylines in our actual lives. And when we face them, one of the things that will help us get through them with our hashtag it's okay to be new philosophy is the idea that our opponent is there to teach us something about ourselves. In every trial we have, we end up learning something about ourselves. We've got a couple that we know at church and they're wonderful and we absolutely love them and one of the things that they're dealing with is that uh, the the husband in that relationship has an increased responsibility now at church he has now been made the bishop of the congregation and so the bishop is a lay person so he's less to do his full-time job but he's now in charge of organizing all of the activities in the the congregation and and that doesn't mean he doesn't have any help he has some great help and great people supporting him to do that but it's an increased responsibility and I know what it's like to carry a heavy load of responsibility like that and so I was able to look at him and his wife and say you know you guys are going to go through some challenges and they're going to be hard and you're going to want them to go away but at the end of it you're going to learn some things about yourself and I am not trying to live as a victim of my circumstances and my experiences, that doesn't get me anywhere. I mean, I can honestly say that I've got PTSD and issues from it, and I've had to discipline my life in different ways because of those things that I carry with me. However, I wouldn't trade it. And I've told people this. I did a job interview a year ago or about a year ago where I literally told everybody in the interview panel I wouldn't trade it. 
I wouldn't trade the decisions that I've had to own up to that were hard. They've taught me more about who I am. They've taught me to be more sympathetic. They've taught me to be kinder to people. They've taught me to be who I am now. And so I wouldn't change what I've learned from those. And in order to, ch in order to get to that point where you don't want to change what you've learned from them, you get to the point where you say, I wouldn't change where, they, where they've led me. I wouldn't change who I am. I wouldn't change how much those experiences have taught me. Your opponent, whatever that is that you're facing right now, whatever challenge it is, whatever goal you've set aside for yourself, isn't just something to accomplish and check the box. It's there to teach you about yourself. And if you see it that way, it makes it more fun. It makes the person not your enemy, right? But your ally, your ally in matching you step for step, like my son sees when he's on the mat wrestling your ally in teaching you the opportunities that you have to grow, the ally in encouraging you to want to do better and want to be your better self. Now, heck, if my wife's listening to this, she's gonna think that, oh, I'm selling, I'm selling something, right? That's not the case. I want to think that I have that attitude. I'm a human being, I don't get it all right all the time, but I like talking to this audience on this podcast because it reminds me of my potential to do and be better. I'm still not going to be perfect and I'm still going to fail. And I'm still going to get frustrated by the opponents that I have in my life. But in those moments where I can see them as my allies, I can make those moments significantly better for me and for those around me. And I've got some pretty good ones that are out there. I'm working on myself and I hope you're working on yourself too. So let's wrap this up. This is the part where I tell you that the best way to say thank you for this episode is to share it with someone you know. And I leave that entirely up to you. I don't make any suggestions about moms, grandmothers, or best friends, or anybody else like that. Totally up to you. If you are joining us just for this episode, then we're glad you can make it. You don't have to stick around. But if you did want to stick around for the long haul, then remember this podcast can be delivered directly to your favorite device by using the subscribe links you can find in the show notes or over at parkingthought.com. We're also on the YouTube, the Spotify, the Apple Podcasts, and lbry.tv. Leave a like, a subscribe, and a comment wherever you happen to find us. And remember, in a world where you can literally choose to be anything, why not choose to be grateful?